0: Ladies and gentlemen, watch it. Brother, 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 brother say what a difference a year makes what you know welcome back to another episode of the deep 6 wrestling podcast it is saturday april 23rd and that means that rebellion just ended impact's latest pay-per-view um, and i thought this was i think this was probably one of the most hyped up um impact uh, storyline pay-per-views, at least for their main event, uh, in quite some time. And I think that the main event delivered. I think that the story that they've been trying to tell for so long has finally gone full circle. We've gotten the moment that we expected. and there was some other wrestling that happened on the show. Um, some of it good, some of it not so good, some of it very meh. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we'll get to all of that. Uh, I am no longer the Deep Six Wrestling Predictions champion. Uh, I have passed it over to Angelo. Uh, so the D- Ryan and Angelo's Impact Power Hour continues to hold the title, um, which is good stuff. Uh, thoroughly enjoy that. Uh, happy that angela wins it again from me because um, that's what it always seems like it, it's destined to be yeah uh, that's fair uh and i'm obviously here with
1: i'm pat uh i also watched this show joey also joined us for a bit yeah um so yeah but i've i was on uh the the go home show and was there for predictions so uh yeah
0: yeah, um, if you want to listen back to our predictions listen to or look in the podcast feed uh, as the previous episode if I am correct um, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on any platform that you want uh, follow us on twitter at deep6wrestling without the g at the end uh, subscribe to our youtube at deep6wrestling and we can get on in with this Uh, So we start off the show uh, with the Countdown to Rebellion, their pre-show, that is on YouTube. Uh, And we got two matches. Uh, It was previously announced that the two matches were going to be the influence versus the inspiration for the Knockouts Tag Titles. Uh, And uh, Trey Miguel defending his X Division title uh, against Speedball Mike Bailey and Ace Austin. However, uh, I guess it was... Yesterday? No, it was today. Oh, today. It was, yeah, it was this afternoon. Uh, yeah, uh, the Impact announced that uh, Jonathan Gresham was not going to be at Rebellion, and so they were moving Eddie Edwards to the pre-show, moving the X Division match to the main show, uh, and he was Eddie Edwards was now going to face Chris Bay on the pre-show. Um, with that said, we start off with... The, was it the Impact knockout? No, it was it. Eddie and, yeah, I thought it was. wasn't 100% sure, thinking back on it. Um, I think that this made a little bit of sense because Honor No More had been sticking their nose in uh, Bullet Club's business. They've been having issues for the last few weeks. So it does make sense to, like, if you need to replace Jonathan Gresham, to fill him in with a Bullet Club guy. And I, I think that was fine. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought this was a really fun match to start off the show.
1: I do too. For a match that had pretty much no story or heat going into it, um, I thought it delivered and kind of as expected with the two guys that they had. Um, and the crowd was into it, and it was just, you know, fun. But Chris Bay looked really good.
0: Yeah. Um, Bay showing that he can hang with the bigger guys uh, some more. Um. They really haven't even mentioned Chris Bay in the X-Division for quite no, some time now. No.
1: Well, because he's just hanging out with Bullet Club. Yeah. yeah so.
0: um, and I'm interested to see where it goes from here. Because, I mean, obviously if he does go to New Japan for any like business in New Japan, he's going to be a junior. Yeah, probably. Um, like, he's done stuff with the junior tag or the junior tag teams of Bullet Club. Yeah, uh, when they come in to America, and in the, in the Super Jacob Cup, yeah. Um, so he is somewhat established as a junior already. Um, so uh, he can h- hang on his own wherever he wants to. Basically, he can hang with the best that Impact can throw at him at this point. Um, and I think the sky's the limit for Chris Bay at this point. Uh, Chris Bay looked like a really big star in this pre-show match, I thought. Mm -hmm. Uh, Crowd loves this man. Um, He works well. His moveset is really crisp, really clean. Um, And he knows how to sell really well as well. Um, Eddie, I mean, I think everybody knows at this point Eddie is basically one of the better wrestlers that Impact has. Mm -hmm. Um, He's been a real treat as a heel um, I think his babyface character had gotten pretty stale to say the least and this new version of him's been very uh, welcomed uh, through a new loop into impact when it happened uh, and this was just a really interesting match having Chris Bay who's bas- basically been a heel for his entire time in impact and um, since me and Angela have started watching uh, you kind of play the, the baby face in this role. I th- thought that was a really cool change of pace. Um, and yeah, I, I th- thought this was a really strong opening match. Uh, Pat, you have anything else to say?
1: Um. Yeah, no, I just thought it was really fun. I thought Chris Bay, again, I thought he came out looking um, like Eddie Edwards is great I think he's a strong more veteran style guy for impact um, but Chris Bay is definitely one of like the future faces of I, if he doesn't end up staying with like impact long term he's one of the future faces of wrestling but uh, for now he feels like one of the future faces of impact yeah um, and yeah I I didn't really expect to win obviously no. um, this felt like Edwards match uh, Edwards's match to win even against Jonathan Gresham at least for us yeah um, so him going against a basically, again, a junior or X-Division guy felt like Edwards was going to win. So,
0: With no story.
1: Yeah, so uh, it made sense here for Eddie to win. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'll be interested to see what goes on with Chris Bay. Uh, obviously, there's tapings tomorrow, um, so uh-huh. spoilers will be out there for those looking for it. But um, I'm
0: interested in the direction for him and what Bullet Club is going to be up to um, moving forward in Impact. Yeah, I think the one good thing about this set of tapings is it's not, like, a huge chunk of tapings. It's just two weeks uh, to set us up for Under Siege, uh, which is, I believe, May 7th? Uh, Yeah, May 7th. Um, So it's not like you've got to lock down a bunch of people that's not going to be i don't think it's going to be heavily story driven like i don't think they're going to be creating too many new stories for under siege just because it's two weeks um so you might get some rehashes of stories that have been going on so far some rematches um you might get some random mixed tag or not mixed tag, but multi-man matches Uh, and this, I, I feel like this could be the, the, where people say goodbye is this May 7th show. Yeah, that's possible. Um, just because after that, then the next thing is, uh, Slammiversary and basically just building to that. So
1: yeah. And Slammiversary, as we found out, um, on this show is the June
0: 19th. It is officially the 20-year anniversary yeah. of Impact and is... them
1: going home
0: yeah. to Nashville. So yes.
1: it does feel like they are building those up as playing off their history. So uh, there's but not many people that, like... Could come back? Yeah, that aren't elsewhere. Like Scott Joe Steiner. I guess so. But, like, Joe can't come back, probably.
0: Unless they... Work something out, which yeah. they could. Yeah. Um, but... Styles, Styles can't. can't Rude can't. Daniels yeah. can't. Nope. Um... um because Arian cat not um, So
1: I really, I don't know. I'm Knockouts wise, they could get people. Yeah. You could have Gail Kim. Mickey. Gail, yeah, you could have Gail Kim. Michi. I think that's
0: where Mickey and Chelsea have their blow off. That's fair. Um, um,
1: you, you, since NWA and Impact seem to like each other, you get like Taron Terrell, Velvet Sky. Yeah.
0: Um, bring back Angelina Love.
1: Yeah. You have options. Again, for like knockout side, plenty of people. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you could bring back like, you can get like Kurt Angle, technically. He's no Yeah. One. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess I guess we'll see. But they are it, like the advertising is talking about the history of impact.
0: Yeah, uh, the last few years it's been uh, uh, this is where like uh, everything changes and things like that. Uh, the tagline for this is this this time we remember our history or mm-hmm. our history is remembered or something like that. Uh, and it, instead of the all the Images of everybody who got released by WWE in April uh, because it just hasn't happened. Um, It's just images and sound bites of people uh, and situations from past pay-per-views and past impact moments. Um, So yeah, it will be interesting to see what they can do, what they can bring in, who they can bring in. Um, If you were to... Nate, I know this is uh, uh, a little off-topic uh, for the pay-per-view, but if you were to be able to bring in three people from Impact's history that have a realistic shot of coming or being able to come back.
1: Yeah, I really don't know who you could. Um, uh, I, mean, I mean, again... Gail Kim's with the company, so but yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say Gail Kim. Yeah, uh, again,
0: she's been very honest that she does she or open that she doesn't plan on wrestling ever again. That's fine. You can still put um, her on the show. Yeah. I think the only way you do it is if... The only match I think anybody would want to see or that there's some kind of story that you could do is her versus Deanna. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I can say uh, if you they were to bring Gail back. Um, again, I, as I said, I, I think if AEW and Impact's relationship gets back together... Then I think you could have a Samoa Joe show up, um, or a Christopher Daniels even. Uh, if you don't want to go with somebody major, like the uh, like Joe, um, throwing Daniels. He was there for so long. Um, but yeah, you're obviously not going to get AJ Styles. You're not going to get. Uh, it's not going to be like uh, ROH's final battle where. You know, AEW was allowing everybody to th- like do video clips of them. Yeah, I don't think you'll get. Th- maybe you'll get that. You could get maybe a video clip from WWE from like AJ. Yeah, or from the AEW guys. Yeah. Um, so
1: we'll we'll see. Yeah. Um. Again, as we get closer, we'll see how they market the show.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure some stuff will come out yeah, as time I goes on. We assume so. Um, and again, as as me and we point out on the last uh podcast, um, it seems like they're changing the scheduling of tapings from the big two nights for four four to five weeks of tapings to two nights of two to three weeks of tapings. Which is what
1: they should do. Yeah. Which just makes it more exciting. If you have a crowd sitting there for like if you're expecting people to come for two nights, it's just not going to be as, you know, Yeah. Um, uh, lively, I yeah. guess.
0: So, the two nights that they did for Poughkeepsie is tonight's, obviously, the, the actual pay-per-view. And then, two weeks of tapings. And then, they're off to uh, to Cincinnati for Under Siege and a night of tapings. And then, two nights in Florida. Uh, but that's all they've given so far. So Yeah. Uh, after that, we got our other pre-show match. Uh, which is was the influence versus the inspiration for the Knockouts Tag Titles. The first match between these two that does not feature Caleb with a K anywhere near this match um, as he has left the company. Um, and I thought that this match was... <clears throat> I did not care about this match for most of it.
1: Um, yeah, I thought it was... A really they do not have great chemistry. I thought it was really forgettable. Yeah. Um, I thought the match was fine. It wasn't necessarily bad. I, again, I think there was really only one like, bad match on the show tonight.
0: That's fair. Um, I'd say the ending of this match made, made it worse. Yeah, no,
1: the, the ending of this match was definitely bad. I think the only person mm-hmm. who looked... Actually, good in this to me was surprisingly Cassie. Yeah,
0: Cassie's really surprised me. Yeah, uh, since coming to Impact. I
1: thought she looked good. I thought the influence didn't look particularly good. Jesse didn't do much. She just took a move really badly. Yeah, and that was that. But like, as much as we want this to be over, this was like a, they they cheated to win here with the belts getting involved. Yeah. So like, the inspiration could claim another rematch if they wanted to. Uh, for some reason, yeah. but the fact that they couldn't just give the influence like a clean victory to end this, yeah. I think says a lot about the division.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's a shame because I think people really like the inspiration, but as Angela's pointed out so many times, they weren't brought in for their wrestling abilities. No,
1: but I mean, again, I thought Cassie,
0: Cassie has looked really well. They're uh, really good. Madison and Jesse, when they had their match, they were, good. They were really good together. It's just when you put all four of them in the ring together, it's just ha- they haven't had a memorable moment no. or a good match yet. Um, but I thought this was a lot longer than it needed to be. It felt a lot slower than it should have been. Um, the influence retain. Um, they've changed the name of their finisher um, from the influence to I don't even remember what something else. Um, Jesse took it really badly. Yeah, just like
1: Um, it didn't look like there was any impact.
0: Yeah, I I kind of think it's her height. That's fair. (laughs) Compared to the others. Um, So yeah, Um, influence retained, and that would take us to our main show. Uh, So starting off the night, we have one of our two triple triple threats of the night. I was surprised they opened
1: with this one and not the um, X-Division one, to be honest. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't think it was necessarily a bad idea. No. Um, I think either would have been fine, but I was, you know, expecting, since the X Division was originally a pre-show match, I thought they would open the show with it.
0: I figured that they were going to give it to these guys just because I feel like, as so many people have, have said over the years in wrestling, you, you either want to be the first match or the last match, um, and with somebody as big as Jay, give them the first match. You don't want them just tossed in the middle somewhere. Okay. Um... And I thought this was a really good match. Uh, we got a special end or gear for Macklin. He had a.
1: He, yeah, I assumed it was the Punisher face paint at first, but then once he showed his back, he had a different skull. So I'm assuming he was just putting a skull on his face.
0: Yeah, he's al- he's always had the skull above his name for his his like logo. Yeah. Um. So I'm assuming it's that. Um. Crowd really popped for. his his look Twitter was blowing up about how cool he looked um and other people were saying oh it links him to the to G.O.D. no this this is not G.O.D. yeah that makes sense to me clearly yeah I think people just want G.O.D. back in Impact um I don't know if they'll get it probably not um anyway um Pat what do you have to say I know as entrances were coming out uh you were not a fan of Chris Saban's theme
1: no, uh, he didn't come out to the Motor City Machine Guns theme. No, yeah,
0: it, well, for singles matches, he almost always I, comes okay. to his I theme. Beep that. I didn't
1: peep that. Yeah, I thought his singles theme is pretty ass. Not gonna lie, yeah.
0: it just. Well, you have a lot. Li- you have a. I have it, a we light. both have issues with a lot of the themes in Impact. They, they, you more you with some of the people that I don't think have bad themes, like Deanna's. I, I thoroughly De- enjoy Deanna's. Deanna's. Is
1: like shit, music. Right. It's just like, like it's not a real wrestling theme. It's like. It sounds like, like, again, it sounds like Marina... No, it doesn't sound like Marina Shafir's, but it gives off the same vibes as Marina uh, Shafir's. It's, like, it's not as
0: bad as Marina Shafir's. Marina Shafir's is level. easily one of the worst themes, the new themes. Obviously. I would put them on the same level. I think, Oof. like, they're just, like, they
1: don't get me excited for people's matches mm-hmm. or anything.
0: And like It gets the crowd pumped. Everybody got excited for gets excited know. for Diana matches. I don't know. Well, if they, other than the people that think call it a like, grease bathtub.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the theme song does that. I think it just wouldn't... She comes out and it yeah. says her name. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, Chris Saban is a bad theme.
0: Yeah. Um, this was, a, as expected, a really good match. Yeah. Really strong opener. Um, Jay was doing Jay things. Um, I think everybody kind of predicted that Jay was, or majority of people would have thought Jay was winning this match. We didn't. We didn't. We thought a, a we both bunch chose of Macklin. Yeah, we thought Macklin was gonna win. Um, I think the safe bet was Chris Saban was going to eat a pin.
1: That's what um, I was literally as soon as like, looking at this I was like okay, waste. Like, Jay's not going to win this but Chris Saban isn't so if Macklin's going to steal a pin and he's finally yeah. going to get a big win.
0: Yeah, or Jay's going to steal a win from Macklin to set up something in the future for them. I think this does, if Jay wants to stay around, it does give the opportunity to have a one-on-one Yeah, with well Macklin. again, it
1: might not be a Jay choice.
0: Yeah. It depends
1: true. on what this like New Japan and AEW thing means for Impact.
0: Yeah. um,
1: Again, I think they'll be able to still work in New Japan. Or not New Japan, in Impact. I don't think this is going to really... I think it just might be, like, priority-wise, if he's needed elsewhere, it's going to be, like... If there's, like, an Impact show the same day as, like, something for AEW or New Japan, he's going to go to AEW or New Japan.
0: Yeah. It'll definitely suck if this ends the relationship with New Japan. But also
1: kill Impact's momentum because they would be losing out on a lot of people. Especially, yeah. like, if the Good Brothers end up signing with New Japan and not yeah. Impact. Um, so, we'll see what would happen. Um, yeah.
0: Um, it will get a lot more people upset with AEW. Uh, it'll, uh, no, it, it'll, it'll get
1: the Impact fans, which I don't know how much crossover there is. Yeah, I mean. Um, I'd
0: be very upset if that was the case. If but they it might were not just like, might were, like We're ending our relationship with Impact to move to AEW. But that's not AEW's a- a-
1: w- 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 call, that's New Japan. You yeah. should get upset with New Japan if that's yeah. the case. <laughs> not not AEW. Um, I mean, good on Impact for being smart and announcing uh, Slam of Varsity the week before Forbidden Door, because if it was the weekend of Forbidden Door, that show was going to get killed. Yeah. That, nobody would remember that show.
0: Yeah. Um, again, it makes sense, as I said... It's 20 years to the day yeah. of their first show. Um, so pretty cool that they can actually do an anniversary show on the actual anniversary. And now all we got to do is hope
1: that it's not at um, Sky Studios.
0: Yeah, they didn't announce where in Nashville they're doing no, it. No,
1: but they said tickets are on sale this week.
0: Yeah, so we'll find out this week. Yeah. Um,
1: so, and it is worth noting the show was a sellout. I don't know the... Uh, I'll go get that. There's nothing that. in it. I'll good. So. get
0: it. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Rebellion did sell out, um, tickets are still available for the, uh, tapings for tomorrow, but I, I don't think there's gonna be a way that they sell out their, their tapings. Uh, they just don't do that very No, well. and it's
1: also a Sunday night and not a Saturday, so people have work the next day.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: But I don't know what the capacity of this place was, so.
0: Yeah, I don't know either, um. I'm assuming it's it's similar to the 2300 arena.
1: What was the uh, arena they were
0: at? Something. Oh, put oh, in Poughkeepsie. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jay ends up uh, taking control towards the end of this match. Looks like he's going to pick up the win on Saban. Macklin comes in, throws Jay out, and pins Saban. Uh, and that's a dub for our boy Macklin. Crowd was really happy that Macklin won this match.
1: Yeah. Says capacity is three thousand. Okay. I don't think that was not three thousand people. I
0: mean, that's probably without the, the stage. stage.
1: Yeah, it's probably for other setups. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: I think probably have like a thousand or something in there.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh, regardless, whatever their setup was, I mean, good job selling out is selling out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, after this, we got was it Diana versus Taya? Taya? Yeah, I believe so. I need to bring up the card so I can, like, actually read off of this, like, normal. Um, so, uh, do, 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 why is it's not showing up? Um, I got it. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, so, uh, Taya and Deanna was after this. Okay. For the AAA. AAA,
0: Rana like... Derenas title. Uh, the story, basically, has been Taya is back. We don't know if she's signed with Impact, if she's full-time with AAA, if she's just going to be freelancing everywhere, Um, but she wants the title that she never truly lost and was in the midst of her longest reign ever with the title 522 days before she signed with WWE and had to vacate the title. Um, Deanna's been like a new woman, basically, of just defending it, uh, defending titles wherever she can. Um, having pretty good matches for the most part, uh, defending the Ring of Honor Women's Championship and the AAA Reina de Arena title, um, and giving open challenges, facing anybody, any comer, um, and how I believe one of the ties last matches in Impact was against Diana for the Knockouts title, um. And so Taya's talking about how you know she's gonna beat Diana like she should have all these year, like a year ago or so. and Deanna basically saying that I'm a better wrestler than I was then and I beat you, so we have beat you now. I thought this was a really solid match. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Um, I think there's gonna be people who dislike this match um, just because it was slow for the most part but that's what technical matches normally are
1: I don't know if I'd say that but I, I thought this was good but I wouldn't say technical matches are slow look at Danielson and Lee Moriarty well Lee's a fast guy Danielson's a fast guy too mm. um, look at Sabre matches Sabre matches aren't slow some of them are depends on who's against yeah but again I thought those was good I thought they meshed well as expected I mean they have history yeah. um, and out of the women's matches tonight I would this say this best. was the best oh absolutely <laughs> yeah
0: um, I I think it was going to be hard to for any of the other women's matches to beat this. Uh, yeah. Even just on paper. Just because Ty is really good and Deanna's one of the best in the world right now. Um, I would
1: say the cl- the closing moments of Tasha and Rosemary were pretty strong. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the match, not so much. But they also... They were playing with a handicap because yeah. of the fucking thing that came before it. The behemoth of a match that came before it. But yeah. we'll get to it, that. We,
0: Yeah. We, yeah.
1: Um, Anyway, yeah, Taya Taya won. Deanna's no longer the champ champ, but this was a good match. Um, And again, best women's match on the card.
0: Yeah. Um, None too big to write home about. Deanna kept on trying to hit the Queen's Gambit, couldn't do it. Kept on trying to lock in the Venus to Milo, couldn't do it. Uh, And one road to Valhalla later, Taya has recaptured the gold.
1: Mm -hmm. After this... After this, we went to the X-Division Triple Threat, which the Trey Miguel defending against Ace Austin and Mike Bailey. This match, looking at this, it did not feel like it was 10 minutes and 20 seconds. I thought this was longer, uh, but this was only 10 minutes. Yeah, uh, this... is this, packed a lot in.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it, this was a very fast-paced match, but it had so many spots in it that yeah. it was just like, yeah, this... Lots, this. lots of spots for those who were into that. Yeah, um... um i think so first off commentary made a really odd comment when trey came out about how this was going to be like the longest reign since christopher daniels's 184 day reign with the title that's not the case like his title this title has been (laughs) held by many people since then longer um just no one's been able to get over the 200 day mark other than Austin Aries 301 day. They might
1: just not want to recognize Aries anymore.
0: Yeah, but there there's like what I'm saying is Christopher Daniels wasn't wasn't the longest reigning before that. Like Josh oh. I believe was a little bit longer. Okay. Um there there's like five or six other people that are above Christopher Daniels 184. So maybe they meant like he's about like if he holds it tonight He's most likely not going to defend it on Tuesday or on Thursday. So he'd be able to hold it longer than him yeah. or he'd be close to tying him. Uh, but the way it came across and maybe I just misheard it, but they tried to link it to like, this is the longest reign since then. And it's like, it's, it's not, but good try. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally understand. I'm not trying to <laughs> remember Austin Aries though. Um, Ace and Speedball are always fantastic. As is Trey. As is Trey. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, Trey, I, I haven't really connected with Trey's stuff. Like I like a lot of his moves. It's just. I just uh, hate his finisher. His finisher so bad. Yeah. Um. As soon as I saw him go up for
1: the the top rope meteor, I was like, fuck.
0: Yeah. But also the, when he when he went for it tonight. It wasn't the the a little bit more devastating version. No, whatever. where they it's to a sitting opponent or an opponent that is laying down and is about to sit up. Mm-hmm. It was against a standing opponent where it's like this is a normal move for literally anybody. Yeah, um, but that wasn't the finish, so it doesn't matter. Um, to go over a few spots, uh, Mike Bailey hit a wild springboard moonsault.
1: Yeah, onto Ace Austin on the floor, and it looked like Ace just got killed by this. Yeah, um, they, showed, li- they showed lots of replays this match, which I was happy about.
0: Yeah, which is a rarity for, uh, a paper, for an impact pay-per-view, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, so I'm, I'm
1: glad that this match got it, because it was needed. Yeah. There was, there was stuff happening all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, it literally looked like the knees of, a of Full, or not full, and of Speedball hit the back of the neck, or head, of Ace, um, the ref immediately jumped out, check on Austin. Uh, he rolled away uh, so that the next spot could be hit uh, by Trey um, and not be interfered with, but the ref seemed like he was, gave the okay to continue. He, wrestle uh, he wrestled the rest of the match. Because this was pr- like midway through this stuff. Um, Trey did his sliding cutter slash stunner that he does. Um, and commentary was like, because Cameron never got onto them for it properly. They were like, I think he got part of it. And then they showed the replay and it showed, they got it clean as a whistle. Uh, so that looked really good on the replay, but I wish they had been able to show it live instead of the replay version. Just cause, um, everybody was trying to hit their finishers. Uh, uh, Speedball kept on trying to do it Literally anywhere he could He was trying to hit it on the outside He was trying to hit it on the inside uh, He was going to do it While multiple people were doing Or while other people were doing moves to each other uh, He was just doing things With reckless abandon And it looked really good um, In the fight uh, Chat People were complaining That uh, he's going to injure somebody Because he is so reckless Um, I don't think he's reckless, I just think he knows what he's doing, Mm -hmm. and he wants to, like, he, he, again, hasn't wrestled in the, the U.S. or in a major promotion, basically, for five years. He's trying to leave, like, a mark as quick as he can. Makes sense. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, it looked like Trey was about to pick up the dub, uh, with his Meteora, um... Speedball got out of the way, um, or, or he got hit by it ace through Speedball out of the way, um, and hit the fold on Trey. One, two, this is a really, three. It was
1: a really good fold, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, crowd went absolutely nuts for ace winning.
1: Which is kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a title change, so like, yeah. it makes sense. I um, also this was think... also a very exciting match, but yeah. like at the same time... Like, Ace is, well, one, he's the heel, yeah. but two, he's also held this title before. It wasn't like Bailey like, ooh, this would this yeah, be his first win. I
0: think it's more of Ace has had, like, a very rocky year yeah. since almost, like, losing his house and everything like that uh, due to fire. Oh, um, yeah, I forgot about that. And I, I feel like, like, he seems like a genuine good person outside of, like, his character yeah, from what also, I've seen.
1: Yeah, I also feel like if you're, like, an actual, like, Impact fan, this guy... It's stuck is stuck with you first. Well, a he's, while. he's been around for a while, and basically, he got fucked. I feel like throughout the pandemic of like he kept feeling like he was gonna rise up to the next level, and he never did. Yeah. So uh, him getting a title here, I thought was uh, good. Plus, yeah. then it comes with a story. He, he'll have a rematch with Trey probably at Under Siege, and then I'd assume Slammiversary, or yeah, him versus some, Speed. Yeah. So
0: um, Speedball is also very close to breaking this up, which is yeah, really good. So.
1: Uh, but yeah, across the board, this is great. I would put this above the other triple, right? Yeah. This would be my number two match of the night.
0: Yeah, so. I agree. Um,
1: I don't remember where it was, but I'm going to slide it in here. I wasn't sure if it was after this or the next match, but we did get a video uh, vignette teasing that something is coming
0: soon. Yeah. It was in the
1: style of an old... Um, horror movie type yeah, thing? Yeah, horror movie trailer, grindhouse type thing. Yeah. We had the claiming letters... Claiming
0: that it's uh, rated MA for mature audiences only.
1: Yeah. Um, we originally... So the first... We saw Eddie Edwards first, and then we saw Josh Alexander and it was x-rays and stuff. Yeah. And then we had the letters EVG.
0: Kept on flashing on the screen a few times. And then there
1: was binary that came up at the end, and we took to Twitter to try and find it out, and we eventually saw other people saying that it was related to uh, Sammy Callahan, so uh, while we were watching the show, I did the same, and it, it did in fact translate to Sammy, so this does seem to appear to be the return of Sammy Callahan, and It indicates that he's targeting Josh Alexander
0: and Eddie Eddie Edwards.
1: Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I guess it makes sense for Eddie because they have history. Um, And if he's a heel, he's a solid challenger for Josh.
0: Yeah, um, I just think that Sammy, like, there's unfinished business with him and Moose.
1: Okay, so, well, they
0: could have, like, those two fight at
1: anniversary maybe to crown a new contender for Josh for the fall
0: yeah I mean it really just depends on when Sammy is actually coming back yeah um cause I don't see him, I, I think the story is going maybe he shows up at Slamiversary. maybe Eddie and Josh is the Slammiversary match and then
1: he shows up that actually makes sense
0: um,
1: cause we've been saying that Eddie versus Josh would be the first feud so okay that would work yeah I would assume Josh wins, and then afterwards, Sammy lays him out, or they do like a DQ finish or something.
0: Oh, you wouldn't do a DQ finish on your biggest pay per view of the year.
1: Well, one of your two, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: That would leave a big sour
1: taste. It depends in the on world. how it's done. Yeah. They shouldn't do it. I wouldn't yeah. do it, but it's impact. Yeah. Um, so, and if you're doing an angle and you're hoping to like get people really excited for something, yeah. But at the same time. Sammy's a polarizing figure. Yeah. So if you're doing something like that for him... So, no. I would probably just wait till after the match. Yeah. Um, Or you do something where Sammy aligns with one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, again, with him being polarizing, I don't know if you
0: want him aligning with Josh. Yeah. Or he just gets... I mean, he was getting a pretty big babyface reaction when he was towards the end of his run. But also remember, that was
1: all in front of the same crowd. It wasn't, like... That was before they were touring actively again. Yeah,
0: um, that's fair. So, um, I guess yeah. we'll see. Yeah, um, but even like on Twitter and Reddit and all those places, like people really were getting behind Sammy. Yeah, um, but at the same point, that is your like hardcore
1: Impact fan base. Yeah, they do want to try and get more people. You have to take into account that again, Sammy's polarizing for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's wrestling. No,
1: not necessarily. Look at Josh. Josh I don't think is polarizing. No. Uh, Moose is, but yeah. Moose probably a, a fair one for why he's polarizing yeah. some people. Yeah. Uh, look at Jay White, not really polarizing. Chris Saban, no. Mm, I'd say
0: Jay is. Jay's Pol- polarizing
1: we- because some people don't like Bullet Club shenanigans yeah. in their style. Yeah. Okay, so fine. Chris Saban, not polarizing. Mike Bailey, Trey, and Ace, I wouldn't really say polarizing. Ishii,
0: not polarizing. Just looking at the card. No, just people thinking that Ichi's slowing down. He is. Yeah. He absolutely is. Yeah. I think
1: that was on display tonight. Yeah. Um, and that will go into our next match. Don't hear Ishii versus Jonah. Uh, this went 15 minutes. Um, this was r- a r- long ago. 15 minutes. Yeah, this was, this was, uh. again, I thought this was good. Yeah, but it didn't need to be 15 minutes. No, this should have been 10 and you could have added 5 to the X division if you wanted. Yeah. Or 5 to the opening three-way. Um, or yeah. honestly, five to Deanna and Daya. Yeah. Um, I thought these two were fine together, but it was very clear that, like, these
0: two just... Are very slow.
1: Yeah. So, like, again, the moves looked good.
0: The wrestling was good. Um, it gave some big spots. But it was very think... confusing. Yeah.
1: Outcome. And it was also... I thought it was it probably hurt because they're, like... The entire story of this was just jonah talking outside about a dog fight there yeah. was no interaction before this we never got like an ishi promo with subtitles but they built this up like this was a big deal yeah. uh dropped it in the middle of the card and then ishi beat jonah yeah. uh clean yeah so um interesting choice to have Ishii win a big match here like this um, he's 2-0 now in impact So, I am curious if Jonah's gone or if he's going to New Japan or if he's staying in Impact. If he's staying in Impact, what the fuck are you doing? Or is Ishii staying around? Well, Ishii's going to be in America for a bit. Yeah,
0: so, so like. like, Is is he. he, Like, is Josh.
1: You could do Josh and him, yeah. Yeah. It probably
0: won't be for the title, but. Yeah. I mean, or it could be the Underseason match. Yeah, that's true. Because he's gonna need somebody for that, most likely. Because he's gonna be like, unless he's getting moose again. I hope not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they have good chemistry. No, but you can put I it back need... later, but you shouldn't yeah. do it immediately. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I don't know. Again, Ishii's not a guy who really needs big singles wins. Like, no. I, I'm a big Ishii fan. I, I would love well. for him to help uh, hold like a major title in New Japan. That time has come coming past, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm not one who had like an issue with Adam Cole beating him, um, especially because booking wise it made sense and they protected him because Cole hit a low blow and Jay White also got involved. Because mm-hmm. Jay and Ishii will never be separated. Yeah, so again, plays off Jay and Ishii's history and also plays up the Undisputed Elite and Bullet Club stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Ishii beat Jonah and I, again, thought it was a fine match, but I don't really know where. What the purpose was. Yeah, no. um. Especially, again, and we had the the PCO promo from this past week where he was screaming about Jonah again. So, like, all of this just feels very disconnected for me.
0: Yeah. And that was not referenced at all tonight. No,
1: and PCO was not even referenced, I don't think.
0: No, he was. He was referenced to being unable to be here due to his injuries because we haven't seen him since the uh, match with Jonah where he left him lying. Which is just blatantly not true. Yeah. We saw him last on Thursday getting revived by Vincent. They just didn't want us to watch the show. I mean, maybe, maybe commentary didn't get to see that either. Maybe not. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I Jonah's an, a difficult person to deal with here. Um, because I feel like there's clearly... Like, he wants to go to New Japan. He has made it very open that he wants to go back to or he wants to go to new japan um he came to impact for a really roundabout reason at least story wise he claimed that he was coming or like he went to new japan strong to battle of the valley i guess it was mm-hmm. um because moose had the impact title and he wanted moose but then he had zero interactions with Moose ever because he then he attacked Josh because he thought the best way to get to Moose would be by beating Josh. Then he lost to Josh and then never referenced the title ever again. Uh, I never referenced Moose, never referenced Josh. Um, He got Moose in a multiverse of matches in a tag match. Um... But it just felt very odd, um, and then in New Japan, he's building, he's helping to build, rebuild the Mighty Don't Kneel. Mm-hmm. Um, So it seems like New Japan has like something for him. Yeah, but he's but, like, losing in New yeah, Japan all the pinned. time. He's the he's the guy that eats pins over a dude that's name is Bad Dude Tito.
1: Yeah, dude, I don't fucking know. The Windy City Riot was a show.
0: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I've got no idea. I'm a big fan of Jonah. I think he's very good in ring. He's pretty good on promos. He's got a really good theme. Just nobody knows how to fucking book him. Because none of his booking makes any sense.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong, man. Um,
0: Like, Impact doesn't know how to book him. New Japan is like, we're just going to let you get pinned. We've got a fall guy for your team, but... Here's, it's you. <laughs> uh, here's you
1: getting pinned by David Finley.
0: Yeah. Juice? It's David Finley. Yeah. So, sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of New Japan, uh, we do have the result of the KOPW match. Oh, boy. Uh, it is the closest vote in history. 51.2% is what the winning vote got. And it is uh, Tai Chi's 30 count. Uh, and the explanation of how this works is you have to get a combined count of 30. Okay. So, like... You can you have to like keep pinning until you get to a thirty, but All you right. can but, like so you can get like a couple ones to start. Yeah, and it adds up over the end. Okay, the thing. so very.
0: So it's not like a last man standing no. where you have to keep them down. Which is for how 30. I assumed it was. That's so, what I thought too. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, what are you gonna because he's facing Shingo, right? Yeah. How the fuck are you gonna get Shingo down for thirty seconds? No, so uh, <laughs> we'll see how that one goes. Yeah, that should be fun.
1: That should be interesting. Um. After this uh, Ishii and Jonah match, we had to move on to what the bulk of this show was. Uh, a 33-minute 30, a match uh, for the Impact
0: World Tag Team Championship. I'm um, just going to be honest. I felt like most of this match was not wrestling related. Bro, what the fuck were they doing with this? So, our first team had the only production issue of the night.
1: yeah. The only was, major one that I noticed. Yeah,
0: it was the major players coming up to a, I believe, a new theme. Because they can't, that was not Matt Cardona's theme. Um, but it's definitely another downstate song. Um, and, like, the fir- like they came out and you just heard nothing. Um, but then, like, as they were almost down the ramp, the music finally played, but it was pretty low. And that finally, like, started to get up, but, like, it's the only time. To be fair, this is the, the, this was a pretty good production show for Impact compared to previous Impact shows.
1: Yeah, no, by far.
0: Yeah. Um, the major players come out. They're booed. They're cheered by some people, but they boo them. So. Uh, out comes Jordan Grace. And commentary is like, what's she doing here? Who's her partner going to be? Obviously, it is W. Morrissey, um, who commentary says that this is going to be the toughest team to eliminate. Um, this had to have lasted maybe two to three minutes of actual in-ring stuff that counted.
1: Yeah, this was (laughs) over quite quickly between these two, uh... For whatever reason, they just, you know, kind of tossed out Jordan and Morrissey here, and then Jordan got pinned, Uh, and then they broke down into a brawl with Morrissey and Jordan just attacking the heels, and eventually Chelsea low-blowed Morrissey at ringside, and then Morrissey put her through a table in a brutal powerbomb. That was cool. That was one of the highlights of this 32, or sorry, 33-minute match, Um, so great stuff there. Uh, the major players would still be in,
0: though. Yeah. Um, Morrissey tried to be able to send Myers through it, the table because he keeps on trying and he just can't do it. I thought like they'd pay it off here. but Yeah, they no. And Cardona tried to, or broke it up. Then Morrissey tried to throw him. Cardona through. As Pat said, Chelsea low-blows Morrissey. Morrissey reveals he has a cup on. Um, he got very close to Chelsea with this cup, and I honestly thought he was... He had, put the cup in. Chelsea yeah, stays. I did too, so I'm glad they
1: didn't go that route because yeah. that would not have been the baby phase move for no. Morrissey who's like getting very over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean,
0: the crowd would have cheered. Yeah, but it wouldn't honest. have been no. good. Um, um, and
1: th- after the elimination and after they were done with this, the Good Brothers would come out and they would immediately hit a magic killer on Cardona who begs them not to yep. and Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, the major players, would then be eliminated yep. and they would carry Chelsea off with them.
0: Yep. And Who got win. zero... <laughs> Zero people came out to look at her for her injury or anything, or or even to sell this. Uh, Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice then would be the
1: next people out as our other surprise (laughs) entrant here. Yeah. And this was basically just a squash. This was basically the Chump Chump Challenge part two. Zicky also ate a Magic Killer, and they were gone. Uh, then we would get Rich, Swan, and Mill- uh, Rich Swan, and Willie Mack, and this would be an actual portion of the match, yeah. uh, where they would actually just wrestle for quite a while. Yeah. This was probably the longest wrestling match of them.
0: Yeah. thing. Yeah, 100%. Um, it was midway through the match.
1: Yeah, and it was good. I yeah. thought they, they did good here, um, And but the Good Brothers would also pick up the win here. Yeah, Willie Mack exists, so yes, he depend. Of course, and then Honor No More would come out, and they would say it's the OGK, but It'd be Maria, Kenny King, and Vincent coming down the ramp, and apparently the Good Brothers have never been blindsided before because
0: also commentary sold this awfully. Yeah. Because commentary is like, well, that's not the OG Kingdom that I remember. Did they? Did have they changed team names? It. it I mean, anything's possible in an Impact wrestling ring, and, and clearly behind them have been OGK. Yeah. OGK. And commentary's just not referring to this. No. And then the camera doesn't catch it. No. The attack. It just catches them getting thrown over the thing. And it's like, oh, they were behind them the whole time. It's like, yeah, yeah, we know this. But, like. Uh, yeah. On. And
1: Matt Taven would then get the elimination for his team. Extremely thanks. quickly. Yeah, he would pin Carl Anderson after <laughs> Carl would try to get him with a suplex on the apron. And... He also. <laughs> Hold on.
0: Carl got back in the ring, immediately hit a
1: gun stun. On Mike Bennett. On Mike Bennett. And then got pinned by Matt Taven, thanks to Maria, who held his foot to help him.
0: Yeah, because according to commentary, Maria holding his foot prevented Carl Anderson from getting enough strength to lift his shoulders, which were not being held. Yeah, for some reason. So the Good
1: Brothers would be out here, and then we would get another brawl.
0: With the Good Brothers and honor no more here. Hold on. The bigger thing was, so the Good Brothers are look like they're walking away. Kenny King and Vincent start attacking. Matt Taven runs the ropes, goes for a, a tope suicida. The Good Brothers have gone halfway up the ramp at this point. He clearly sees that he is not going to get anywhere close to them. And just wipes out his own teammates. And because of that, the Good Brothers then come back down to beat up Matt Taven. And they hit him with a magic killer. Yeah, which is, hold on, they also never got him fully up for it. Carl gets him on his shoulders. Gallows gets it maybe to his his arm put area. And they just drop it, basically.
1: And then this would prompt Heath and Rhino to come out. And Heath and Rhino would then run through OGK. Extremely quickly. And OGK would look like utter fools here. Uh, (laughs) This was horrible booking. And then that would prompt Violent by Design, the current champs, to come out as the final entrance. And they played up the history between the two teams. And probably went like another five, like between five, eight minutes, I'd say. And Violent by Design would win. They would retain the belts here, which none of us predicted uh, being the case. And I don't even think the portion with them and Heath and Rhino was particularly good either. Um, it just kind of slowed down to a halt, uh, as I kind of feel like most things with Heath and Rhino do. Yeah. Uh, and then VBD would pick up the win. They'd pin Heath, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And... Heath tried
0: to go for a t- uh, pile driver. Eric got out of it. Deaner got involved a few times, uh, helping Eric and During, uh, get their feet on the ropes or get out of the ring. Uh, Eric gets this pile driver, hits it on Heath. One, two, three. Uh, by design, win. Um, commentary then immediately says that they out, they were able to survive all seven challengers. Which, Wasn't no, the case, they so. they've wrestled one team. Um,
1: yeah, and that was that. And that was 33 minutes of our lives that we won't get back. It was really poorly done. This was...
0: shows just how poor the impact tag division is. And if the Good Brothers and Kingdom are gone, it's even worse. It's so But at so least bad. you're getting
1: the Briscoes. So yeah. Uh, yeah, who we all assumed were in this, but they weren't because they're were at GCW.
0: Yeah, because none of us decided to look at GCW stuff because we were so sure that they were going to be here, considering they were advertised for tomorrow's show. Yeah. Um, so, I would assume they're still the ones to take the titles. But,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, the less said about this, the better. This just killed the crowd. Yeah, uh, and this led into the Knockouts Championship match with Tasha Steels defending against Rosemary, with Savannah Evans and Havoc at ringside.
0: Yeah, earlier um, in the night there was a Tasha Steels promo. Yeah, uh, getting to show off her gear a little bit. Um, to Scar from the Lion King, which you guys didn't pick up on right away. No, I thought she was uh, from. I thought she was Thundercats. Yeah, and I was like, it's clearly Scar. Um, and then commentary claimed that the reason she was Scar is because she put down Mickey like Scar put down Mufasa. Yeah, whatever that means. That's... That would be, like, a Chelsea thing. Since the whole thing with Chelsea and Mickey was Mickey calling Chelsea her little sister and all that stuff. Her and Chatasha have never gotten along. <laughs> like, they were never friends. <laughs> they were never, like, protege, prote, uh, teacher-type thing. Um... Yeah, uh, anyway, this was, this started off slowish. Um, ha- Rosemary immediately attacks Tasha, and it looks like it's going to get off to a fast start, and then they just kind of separate and, like, slow things down, but Rosemary has the upper hand, um, Tasha and Savannah continuously, like, when they can annoy Havoc. Mm-hmm. Tasha gets on the outside bumps into Havoc because Rosemary is like staring at her to which Havoc's response to this is everybody is looking at this. Let me grab you and attempt to throw you into the ring post several times.
1: Makes sense to me. Man.
0: The ref breaks it up, tosses Havoc Havoc Yells, "Why am I getting thrown out?" Basically, Rosemary doesn't understand what's going on, even though these two are the veterans in this match. Mm-hmm. Rosemary goes out to havoc to talk to her, to calm her down, and said, let's have it go. Savannah doesn't get tossed out because Savannah knows when to get involved, which is when the ref is not looking. Um. And that continues here a few times. Um, again, it's after this segment, it just continued to be slow, but not in a poor way. It was more just there weren't any major spots going on. Um, and it was mainly just there, there hasn't really been a story to this feud. It was just Rosemary won a, a title or uh, a uh, battle royal. And then cut a promo about how she was going to make Tasha Decay. And then they aired another promo tonight during their video package that was not shown ever. Um, about how like they've been intertwined for two over two years at this point. And Rosemary and Havoc have always been the ones to defeat H- Tasha. So it was going to be the same thing tonight. And it's like, why did not you wear that at any point during this feud? Why wait for tonight? Minutes before your match. Um, Tasha hits her crucifix bomb. Rosemary kicks out. Commentary says this is the first time anyone has ever kicked out of the crucifix bomb on impact. I don't know why you have Rosemary be the person to kick out of that finisher first. Um... Unless Tasha is just not going to use it as a finisher anymore, which could be the case. Um, as I point out to Pat, um, Tasha doesn't always use it as a finisher. She uses the frog splash a lot now. Uh, she uses the cutter that she does. Um, so she's got a very various ways to finish people. But the fact that you know the thing that she's beaten the most people with uh, gets kicked out in her first defense is, or second defense is kind of odd. Um,
1: yeah, you're not, I don't think you're wrong.
0: Yeah. Um, Rosemary would hit the, or go for the spear. Uh, Savannah tries to get involved. Savannah gets the mist in her face. Uh, Rosemary hits the spear, but Tasha is able to kick out. Rosemary gets all upset. Looks like she's going to attack the ref. Tasha capitalizes, picks up the win. Mm hmm. Uh,. Afterwards, Havoc comes right back out, uh, and they ch- chase off the heels.
1: Yeah, I thought the uh, again, I thought the closing moments of this were pretty good, and yes. the crowd was into it. Uh, but, but for the
0: first half of this match, the crowd was dead.
1: Yeah, and again, I don't place all the blame on them. No. I would like to place a lot of the blame on having the a 33-minute tag match that was filled with a lot of really bad stuff and bad booking and yep. crowd-killing moments. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, but they, they did better than what I think anybody really could have done in this position.
0: Yeah, there wasn't going to be... The only match I think that could have been, like... Would have been the three-way. With either th- three-way.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and then that sent us to the main event, which yeah. was uh, a match coming for six, six seven months. months six in o- the making. October of last year? Yes, yeah, yeah.
0: since Bound for Glory from last year, where Josh won the title, immediately got cashed in on... By Moose Moose won the title, and then decided to torment Josh and his family.
1: Yeah, um, again for the most part, this has been a really good program. Yeah, there have been some misses with the Moose home invasion angle. Yeah,
0: being which wasn't really a home invasion; he was welcomed into the but house. But they implied it was a home invasion. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, that was really my only big major miss of this thing. Yeah, um, just in terms of the execution, I think if you did like the Moose home invasion. Yeah, as him actually like going in. Yeah. Like, forced.
0: Yeah, and also him, like, not having this story of, hey, you need to get this signed contract to Scott Demore tonight before the end of the show. Yeah. And instead, he drives to Canada Mm -hmm. to give the contract to to Josh's wife to deliver to Anthem's office tomorrow. Yeah, no, the logic was
1: not sound. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, that Can't was... Can't change that. That was only like one step in this. Yeah, in everything case. else
0: had been pretty pretty smooth. I know a lot of people who don't watch Impact were very upset when Moose took the title from Josh and saying that this is horrible storytelling by Impact. It killed the momentum of Josh. and He'll never recover from this. Blah, blah, blah. They did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it helped that, you know, this was right around the same time as the Page Adam Page storyline, and this was a very big variation to the Adam Page storyline, where Page got his moment right away and has held the title since. Well, I wouldn't say Whereas right the...
1: away. It took him a while.
0: But, like, like once the... he got his title match.
1: Yeah, but... There was a lot of roadblocks to get the title. Yes, final
0: and, and there were roadblocks in Josh's way as well. Yeah, uh, in the second half of it. Um, but also, again, his first attempt at winning the world title, he, he lost. Yeah, he but that won, that was Jared, before but... all this other storytelling. But that's where, it began. yeah. Um, whereas this was, you know, every I think a lot of people expected Josh to hold the title for a long time to- or a long time right after he finally got the title from Christian. Uh, that wasn't the case, and that was like, okay, well, when's he gonna get the title? Oh, he's facing Minoru Suzuki, that's cool. Oh, he's facing Jonah, okay, that's, that's cool. Oh, he's facing Charlie Haas. And Big Khan.
1: And then, oh, he's leaving the company.
0: Yeah. Um, so, there, there's a lot of, uh, questions around it, um, for, well, but mainly for people that weren't watching the pro- program. Yeah. Uh, and that we're seeing it from the outside. Um, I mean, me and Angelo, who've watched the whole time, we were the two people in the group who were like, this is sound storytelling, makes sense. Um, Interestingly, (laughs) tonight, we had a Josh and his family segment to begin the night with Scott, uh, when they walk in the building, and Scott... Saying you know, I, you told me you don't need executive or producer. You you need your friend. You need your coach right now. So I'm gonna give you a heads up. Don't let your emotions get get the best of you. Don't let your anger get in because that's what Moose wants you to do. And if you let that happen, you're gonna lose. Um, for the most part, Josh didn't let his anger and emotions get the best of him. Um, I do have to say it was a little confusing. Um, why you you know have this um, like bring your kid into the ring for your entrance? Clearly throwing some emotions into this. I kept on throughout the match, looking over to his wife, pointing to his wife, um, having his wife talk him up. Um, Moose would do the same thing, looking at his at uh, Josh's wife and like whenever he was te- on the uh, the it had the advantage in it, kept on looking over. Um, making sure Josh knew that he was staring at his wife and making her uncomfortable. Um, but for the most part, I thought this was a really good back-and-forth match. Mm-hmm. Nobody really had the clear advantage um, for the entire match. Josh had a really good segment here, which was extremely impressive, where he held, he did 10 straight uh, deadlift suplexes um, <laughs> Moose is a bigger man than Josh, so it's more impressive that he was able to do that it, to him. Um, he had already taken a pretty big beating already, um, so, again, props. Um, after the 10th, though, he just couldn't do any more. Crowd gives him a big ovation for it, though, because, again, as I said uh, to Pat, I don't think I've ever seen somebody do that before where they just don't let go for ten straight suplexes. Um, There was a chant for Suplex City. Not many people got in on it. Um, I do have to say the one surprising thing in this match was the amount of back and forth the crowd had. Uh, I was not expecting Moose to... Yeah, Moose got
1: a lot of crowd support.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people like Moose's title reign and like Moose as a wrestler. um, But he's just been a more and more despicable heel throughout this reign, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. I, I just was surprised. Uh, Philly didn't give him a lot. Um, none of the other tapings so far have really given um, Moose was, like a lot of support. So this was a bit of a surprise to have here. Um, Moose kicks out at the C Four Spike um, a little bit later on. Josh kept on trying to wear him down with the ankle lock, then. uh, Moose kept on being able to either counter it or get out of it by reaching the ropes. Um, Then Moose took advantage. Um, He took off the middle turnbuckle uh, and threw Josh into it for a very nasty looking spot. Yeah,
1: like head first.
0: Um, Commentary talked about how Josh, you know, has a v- very uh, serious neck condition um, that's been surgically repaired numerous times. It almost cost him his career years ago. Um, Josh then, or Moose then, hits the lights out spear, and Josh kicks out, mm-hmm. and Commentary... Says, this is the first time a, no, anybody's been able to kick out of the, the Moose's spear, ever. And, like, that's a moment that deserves <laughs> to have, like, a long-running finisher taken yeah. out of. Um, uh, that popped the crowd a lot. Um, Moose then took off the top turnbuckle uh, and did a buckle bomb to Josh uh, to try to set up another lights-out spear. Um, but as he went for it, the, the spear, Josh... Jumped up and hit him with his knee. Square on the head. Um, Took advantage. Took control. Hits the C4 spike again. One, two, three. Josh Alexander is your new champion. He is a two-time Impact World Champion. Crowd goes absolutely ballistic for this. Uh, Josh, his wife, his son, celebrate. Uh, His kid was very over. And this <laughs> dressed up as Mini Josh, um, climbed to the top rope. After this, uh, his wife puts the belt around his waist, and he finally gets to celebrate as the, uh, we get the title credits. And that is it. Josh has finally held the title for more than a few minutes. Indeed, indeed. Um, uh, I thought they stuck the landing. Yeah, so this was great. Impact deserves the praise. Yes. Um, overall, this was not the strongest show. Or something that for one of your big four pay per views. Um, after the amount of praise that Hard to Kill got, um, even their Impact Plus shows have gotten so far this year, the fact that their second biggest pay per view of the year at this point, um, or your biggest pay per view at this point, um, didn't hit all the buttons mm-hmm. or, and all the marks, I think is a little concerning. I think there's a lot of questions. Uh, on the, on what happens next for impact, um, mainly what happens, uh, with all the people that are running out of contracts. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about this on the podcast, uh, this week about all the names that have been rumored that their contracts expire. Um, based off of booking decisions, it would seem like Jonah's out. It would seem like OGK might be out, um... Other than that, uh, I don't know. Mickey, as I said, like, was rumored to be done. She's not there right now. It would be very odd if she didn't come back to finish her story with Chelsea. Um, that could happen in NWA. I don't know. Um, who else was rumored to be out of con Deanna might be leaving soon. Good Brothers. Good Brothers. So There's a, there's a lot of question marks. Does New Japan continue their relationship with Impact? Do they just focus on their relationship with AEW? What's next?
1: Well, the good news is that you know Sammy's coming back.
0: Yeah, so we just don't know when.
1: I would assume soon if they're running yeah. a video thing already.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: So yeah. Uh, I agree. I thought this wasn't the strongest show by far. Um. So I had some really good matches. Yeah. Your, your, your two triple threats. Your main event, um, Taya and Diana. I thought were, and Eddie and. Chris Bay on the pre-show. Yep. I thought we are all really good. Um, yeah. And again, the only thing I thought was actively Bad was the tag match. Was the tag match. Yeah. Um, so, still good. Impact still delivered. And again, they, they really knocked out uh, knocked it out of the park with the Moose Josh thing. They yeah. stuck the landing and they did what they needed
0: to. And yeah, could, and that was my match of the night. That was mine as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, go check that match out. I recommend it. And also the two triple threats. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on the Impact Power Hour on Thursday, most likely. Or Friday. Or Friday. Or Saturday. Sometime, Sometime this, week. this week. Yeah, there will be um, an episode. Maybe about- Pat will have an episode of the AEW Dynamite podcast. Who I'd knows? assume no, since I'm probably going to go. So, Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, next time you'll be listening to the podcast on us, it'll be another Impact Power Hour, hopefully. Indeed. Um, so thank you guys for your support, uh, and we will talk to you next time.